What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Wolves of Investing podcast. This podcast was originally aired as a video on the Wolves of Investing YouTube channel. As always, we are not financial advisors. This content is based on opinions presented as is without warranty for entertainment purposes only. This is not financial nor any other kind of professional advice. Investments and securities involve risk of loss. Past performance is not indicative of future results. This is not a securities offering. Please seek advice from a professional before making any financial decisions. Is the SEC going to deliver a death blow to SPACs? In this video, I'm going to be going over parts of this article published on the Wall Street Journal titled SPAC Hot Street Put on Ice by Regulatory Warnings and share my thoughts and opinions as a SPAC investor. All this right after... I am not a financial advisor. This video is for entertainment purposes only. Learn to invest like a wolf at your own risk. What's up everyone? Welcome back to my channel, Wolves of Investing. My name is Donning Witten and I'm the founder of Wolves of Investing. If you're new, my channel is primarily about investing in the stock market. If you wanna learn how to achieve financial freedom through investing, be sure to click on that subscribe button and notification bell if you haven't yet. And please remember to drop a like on this video if you enjoy it, as it truly helps out the channel. So without further ado, let's get right into it. All right, so this article about SPACs was published on Friday on the Wall Street Journal. And I'm gonna walk through some sections of this article and share my opinions on it. So here it says, investors are cooling to one of the hottest bets on Wall Street as new regulatory scrutiny of special purpose acquisition companies cuts the flood of new issues to a trickle while share prices tumble. That is true. If you use my SPAC stock list on wolvesofinvesting.com, which I update every week, you may have noticed that there were nearly 300 SPACs that went public in the first three months of 2021, which is more than all of 2020. Last month, at this time, there were around 80 SPAC IPOs, and this month, only around 14 SPACs have IPO'd so far. So that's an 80% decrease in the number of SPAC IPOs on a month-to-month -month basis. So let's continue. Critical comments from regulators appear to be scaring off some investors and new offerings. Until last month, roughly five new SPACs hit the stock market every business day in 2021. In the past three weeks, 12 new SPACs have started trading. SPAC research data show, the slowdown comes as other assets such as stocks and cryptocurrencies are at or near records. SPACs are among the market's worst performers lately. That's also true. Many post-target SPACs that popped off in December, January, and February have come down significantly from their all-time highs, and many pre- and post-target SPACs these days are trading at or below their $10 trust values. So the article goes on saying, over the past two weeks, the Securities and Exchange Commission, which was largely silent about SPACs through most of last year, 
Question the optimistic revenue projections used by startups that are merging with SPACs. An SEC warning that could require some SPACs to restate their financial results. Put the brakes on some new offerings. The SEC effectively has now come in and stopped the party, says Matt Simpson, managing partner at WealthSpring Capital and SPAC investor. Another factor is the confirmation Wednesday of Gary Gensler as SEC chairman. He is expected to take a tougher stand on financial regulation than his recent predecessors. Okay, so it looks like the SEC may start scrutinizing SPACs more. So they will supposedly start doing their job. In my opinion, that's a good thing for retail investors like you and me because I actually want to see more accurate financial data from these SPAC targets. Now let's continue with the article. Some people involved in SPACs believe the SEC is trying to cool off the market. There is a pattern of making public announcements that is seeming to have a chilling effect, says Douglas Elenoff, a partner at Elenoff Grossman & Skoll LLP, who has worked on hundreds of blank check listings. While some SPAC deals have soared, overall the sector is struggling. An exchange-traded fund that tracks SPACs is down more than 25% from its peak in February. Speculative stocks such as electric vehicle startups Fisker and Canoe that went public through SPAC mergers have tumbled. Potential scandals involving other SPAC companies such as electric vehicle startups Nikola and Lordstown Motors have soured investors and worried regulators. Okay, so in my opinion, this is just the nature of the stock market, especially with high-risk plays. We know that many of these SPACs, not all of them, but many of them, are pre-revenue companies. I think it's pretty clear that when you invest in a company that's not yet making money, it's gonna be pretty risky and volatile. We also know that the NASDAQ peaked in February around the same time as SPACs. The NASDAQ then went into a correction and is now back at all-time highs. And in my opinion, it's just a matter of time before interest in SPACs pick up again. Of course, I don't have a crystal ball or anything, but it's just my humble opinion that with so many SPACs trading at or near their $10 trust values, guess what? Some of them are gonna take some pretty cool companies public at reasonable valuations. Not all of them, but some of them. Now let's continue with the article. The SEC blindsided the SPAC market this week with a warning that some companies may have to restate their financial results because of the way they accounted for warrants, which are instruments that give investors a right to buy more shares in the future. The SEC hadn't opposed the accounting treatment before. Warrants are a key part of how early SPAC investors make money on the deals. While the change doesn't affect businesses' operations, it has effectively paused the IPO process for roughly 260 blank check companies that have filed to go public. The pace of filings for new SPACs is also slowing down. The problem emerged after Luminar Technologies, which went public through a SPAC merger, asked the SEC whether warrants should be classified as equity or liabilities, according to people familiar with the matter and securities filings. 
Hundreds of SPACs must now review whether they might need to restate their financials after the SEC released its new position on the accounting rules, lawyers say. Luminar disclosed Wednesday that it reclassified its warrants as liabilities. So this is just a shuffling around of money on a balance sheet. So in my opinion, this doesn't change anything about the nature of SPACs. Why is the SEC doing this? I have no idea and it doesn't really make any sense to me. Even the article states that the SEC's position runs counter to years of practice and that many in the accounting industry disagreed with that view. Now let's continue with the final point made in the article. Regulators are questioning the rosy financial outlooks provided by some companies that merge with SPACs. Companies doing traditional IPOs generally don't make projections about the future, but companies that use SPACs can. The SEC is concerned some of them might go too far. In January, the SEC asked Ouster Incorporated, which makes sensors for self-driving cars and other machinery, to better explain how it projected to go from just $12.5 million in revenue in 2020 to nearly $1.6 billion by 2025. In December, the regulator asked a plastics recycling firm, PureCycle Technologies Incorporated, to disclose and explain projections it had alluded to in a filing. The company revealed that it planned to go from zero revenue this year to $2.3 billion in revenue by 2027. So come on. If you've been following me for a while, you already know that these are inflated projections. Duh, right? So just based on this article, I'm actually looking forward to the SEC stepping up and doing their job. I want to see more transparency in the financial statements and projections. So to me, this is all good. As a SPAC investor, I want more data. And if the SEC is going to force SPACs to give us more data, I am all for it. So the question is, do I think that this is going to kill SPACs? Absolutely not, in my opinion. I really think that this will legitimize SPACs and hopefully give retail investors like you and me the information we need to make better investments. All right, so if you haven't already, check out my Patreon for SPAC alerts, portfolio insights, and more. I'm also going to be revamping the Patreon private Discord. Currently, it is a private section inside of my public Discord, but I plan to make it a brand new exclusive Patreon-only Discord. So patrons, keep a lookout for the new server coming soon. And as always, thank you so much to the awesome patrons who have already signed up. And if you want to join the most awesome free investor community on the planet, check out my free Discord. We have over 500 members and it is my favorite place to talk about SPACs and other stocks with other members of the community. Links to the Patreon and the Discord are in the video description. All right, so let me know what you think about the future of SPACs. Drop me a line in the comments. Be sure to leave a like on this video before leaving. Thanks for watching, and I will see you next time.